We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oklahoma City Thunder select Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga University. What a pass. Giddy underneath for JRE. The reverse and the rookie-to-rookie action. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough. Step back. Gets up the shot. Banks This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. Coming to you live Sunday, August 6th, where for the first time in Oklahoma and like maybe a month that is not hotter than the surface of the sun. <laughs> I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I've got JD with me. Fellas. We've got Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. Taylor Peterson is here. Some may say these days of the NBA offseason have that dog in them. Nick Crane was with us, uh, but he is having some technical difficulties. So hopefully he will be back shortly and make his uh, his triumphant entrance. <laughs> Just fitting for Nick to like be fashionably late and show up in the middle of a podcast, I feel like. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Nick putting the Nick in technical difficulties. <laughs> that would be nice. Boom. He's getting all of his uh, restroom breaks out of the way now. That smart. Way he can uh, smart. Way. Smart. <laughs> Very much so. Guys, not a lot of basketball stuff. Like we've hit the point. Yeah. We're we're breaking down scrimmages from USA select uh practice. That's, yeah. And it's and like that's not it's not official YouTube. video either. It's like where's yeah. the pruder filming this bitch? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's where we're at. Four eighty P. Yeah. <laughs> Little um what do you call it? like a watermark of Steph Curry with a chef hat in the middle of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, what you rough. gotta do man we're milking the almonds on this podcast it's rough <laughs> I don't like that phrase <laughs> and uh, as we just mentioned here he is uh, oh maybe oh my goodness there he is Nicholas Crane is in the house what's up Nick hello hello lots of uh, oh, I, technical is difficulties I don't know. StreamYard is freaking out for me right now. <laughs> I think Taylor me. might be having problems too. Yeah, Taylor, it might be me. Start. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm the issue. Speaking uh, of Team USA select team, 
Josh, not Josh Giddy, goodness, Jalen Williams, J Dub, and Chet Holmgren, both playing for the USA Select team. Apparently, uh, smacked around the A team a little bit in scrimmages the other day. Then, uh, I guess got their butts kicked the following day in scrimmages. The videos are out there. Like we've all probably seen some of the clips of J Dub and and Chet. Any takeaways? Any any? I mean, it's not, we're not going to Zapruder film this thing and break it down. And <laughs> what does this breakdown. mean? Did you see this? But just thoughts about seeing those dudes play and the opportunity to play for the select team. Sounded like a lot of Cade hype, a lot of Cade and uh, Jalen Dern hype. Which did you watch the full the full videos, Taylor? By chance, like the full highlights or like the full game. <laughs> There's like I did not four, watch the game footage. There's like four the like 15 minute videos yes. on YouTube. Okay, actually no, I did not watch that. Okay, <laughs> I watched uh, one of the highlight reels that had Dub with a really cool uh, dunk. Um, there's a couple plays from Chet in there. The reason I asked is because I watched them last night because I was bored and I had nothing to do, <laughs> and <laughs> like there has been a lot of Cade Cunningham hype around the select team, which rightfully so, Cade's really good and went number one overall a few years ago. But every possession was like, whoever got the rebound had to like stop the ball and turn around and hand it to Cade and let Cade run. Like it was very Luca and Dallas-like to me. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't let Dub bring the ball up the court. They didn't let anyone else bring the ball up the court. They didn't let anyone else initiate offense. It was strictly Cade all the time. So it's because he was, he was, uh, playing Luca. Right. Yeah. Like they, oh, they, they asked teams. him to do that to play Luca in case that becomes a thing. They Interesting. Have to yes. Steve Kerr oh. mentioned that and his availability. Yes. Saying that he I hadn't heard the, that, but it makes Mosley. sense that Cade would get a lot of hype from the select team. Cade had the ball in his hands 90% yeah. Yeah. of the yeah. time with the select team. That makes sense. Give hmm. Dub that role. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Dub, Dub looked the part. I think that's the yeah. takeaway from, from the clips that I've seen is like the, swole dub pick that came out like a few weeks ago not not enhanced that looks like the real deal like yeah, he, dude's he's jacked he looks jacked he looks strong he looks he looks like a grown man out there on that on that court he looked like he fit right in and i think that not that he looked small ever before but like that that's very exciting as a thunder fan heading into next season there was a play in one of those highlight films where he drove in going left, Brandon Ingram guarding him. He just kind of lowered the shoulder, and Brandon Ingram went out of bounds, and then J-Dub just like laid the ball in. It was, it was like grown-ass man type of move. Bully ball. It was awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I think if he puts that into practice, again, not that he was timid or anything like that, but like if he kind of develops that edge of his game, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun to watch. It's only his first. It's only his first NBA offseason too. So like he, who knows what he's gonna look like three, two, three, four years from now. It's Mike crazy. Bibby. Is he twenty two? <laughs> <Mike, laughs> uh, I think he is twenty two. Silva. Yeah, that's insane. Twenty two, twenty three, something like that. He was a little bit older of a rookie, yep. mm-hmm. but I just looked awesome. Much of Chet. I didn't get to see much of Chet as far as I, I had heard. Uh, through like reporting, I think maybe Ben Golliver or someone reported that like Chet was you know having an impact consistently, but I haven't seen much Chet footage. I think I saw him gotten. Uh, I think he got like kneed in the balls by Mikael Bridges. <laughs> that may have been the only clip I saw. That's like, the only I one. That. Just that. Yeah. I saw. Here's him, your, uh, your Chet update for the week. Yep. 
Chet, need the balls. Uh, I got to tell you guys. So August. speaking of Chet and getting need, <laughs> I was on my way to the movies Friday night and my phone vibrated. And I, it was a, uh, what are we call? I'm just going to call them tweets, but it yeah, was the, just, yeah. the X app from Adrian <laughs> Wojnarowski. It just and sounds wrong. Before yeah. I unlocked Speak. it, I just had like this, this moment where I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, what if I check this and it's another like Chet injury from the select team? Like, Ugh. I don't know why my brain went there. You got triggered. I guess he just did. it was it around this time PTSD. last year. Yeah. And I was just like, my God, man. Like, and ready to get hurt again. Obviously, it wasn't, but uh, I don't know. It just it went through <laughs> my mind. So, Chet, protect, uh, protect your weenie. Uh, don't let Mikhail knee you anymore. And uh, let's get out of this offseason healthy, relatively healthy. I did see he had a – trying to remember who it was now. Was it Brunson who went in, drove to the rim, and uh, check contested him? They called a foul because, of course, they would. But uh, it was pretty awesome because, again, it was like a lot of what we've talked about that we saw from him in summer league, his ability to recover, uh, still be able to you know, guard and, and protect passing lanes uh, and still be able to drop and recover and, and be able to contest at the rim. Very, very similar situation, um, which is really cool to see. And they had a great interview uh, because I am in the loud and loyal group Instagram DM that the Thunder had going. And they posted like one of his segments of his interview. And they're like, so Chet, uh, training camp is coming up uh, or it's right around the corner. What are your plans between now and then? Are you taking some time off? What, what, what are you thinking? He goes, I'll be in the gym. I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, will. Yeah. <laughs> I thought – an interesting piece of these clips was Nas Reed playing next to Chet. Chet talked in summer league about um, like, it doesn't really matter if he's the four or the five. It's more about, I can't do my, you can't see my finger quotes four or five. <laughs> uh, and, and it's more about like who he's playing next to, what that allows him to do. And he like, Jay will was the guy in summer league. Nas Reed was the guy here where if you have a physical big that can hold down the paint it allows chet to be more mobile and 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 play defense outside of the paint and get more on the perimeter um though small sample size thought chet looked better as the true five in these clips i think we felt the same way at summer league too nick exactly like and and the dichotomy of that is interesting he says he likes having like jay will on the court but the eye test tells me something very different yeah. Sorry, but, Justin, is that kind of what you were getting at? Yeah, it, he prefers it with another big guy. But I think, uh, man, it's hard to deny, like, watching him just have the ability to, I think, have the freedom of movement. Um, maybe the responsibility makes him play a little differently. What, Whatever it is, he's a menace when he's out there kind of protecting the whole lane by himself. I think it allows him to, to show off some of that foot speed, that closing speed and the, the ability to, to affect shots, whether or not he's actually blocking them, the ability to affect them is on full display. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great thing that your seven, one shot blocker has the ability to go play four next to another big and, and play all over the place. Like it's, it's not a bad thing. It'll be a topic of conversation for a long time. Like Anthony Davis, but it's a really good problem to have. Yeah, and they're going to experiment it with experiment with it a lot this summer. Uh, speaking of USA Select Team and FIBA basketball, wanted to talk about this quote real quick. Um, Tim Bontemps of ESPN 
said, quote, the Canadians enter this tournament arguably with the single best player in the entire field in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He's as good or better than Luka Doncic and anybody the American team has. Obviously, Nikola Jokic not playing FIBA basketball. I think a lot of people would say Luka is the best guy in FIBA this summer. But for Tim Bontemps to come out and say that, I would have to assume that means other people, in a sense, agree with him. For him to like, that that's kind of a, a limb to go out on if you're the only one that thinks that. You guys agree? Is Shea the best guy in FIBA this summer? I wish. I wish I could agree. <laughs> I do. Because we, we as Thunder fans, lived the Russ is overrated kind of thing for a very long time. So it's kind of nice to have like someone that people want to hype up more than they than they currently are. But I, I don't still... know. Miki Bear, whoever it was, says <laughs> SGA is getting overrated. To which oh, Jay responded, yeah, I that. That don't insane. know ball. Yeah. Miki Bear. Just like, I'm appreciating uh, the quote, but it's it's uh, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's, How far off is it though? That's all I was about. That I was. I mean, it's about the same one of those thing. guys made first team All NBA last year. I I was listening to the Wednesday show while I mowed the lawn, and y'all were debating where SGA fits on uh, Team Canada. Yeah. Now, just Behind. for the record, I was firmly SGA is the number one guy. Yes, you were, because you're a blatant homer. No, but really, like, <laughs> Jamal I don't know, Murray, the YouTube comments tell me I'm not a true Thunder fan. <laughs> this is true. You can't, you can't win them all. Uh, <laughs> Jamal Murray's still really good, right? Like, he's still a very good player, and he shares that same team. I I don't know. It's a very lofty compliment. It's a fabulous compliment. Um, he He's not far off, to answer your question, Jacob. Like, he's not far off. First team all NBA. It's not far off, right? Like he's he's in that conversation. I think it's really hard to pick against Luca. I think you can make the argument for Jamal Murray as well. Is anyone on Team USA better than Shea? No, no, I, I don't think so. But I, I don't even I think, think it's an argument for Team Canada. Is, like I was thinking about this when I I did the same don't? thing. Justin. Okay, I was listening. Uh, I was listening in the in the car. Uh, actually, I think it was yesterday. And I, I was thinking about this for tonight's podcast specifically. Like, I understand Murray had a huge, huge role for the Denver Nuggets, the defending NBA champions, and that cannot not go understated. But with that being said, to use uh, Nick's favorite ba- uh, phrase that we tease him about now, in a vacuum, if the Thunder and Nuggets traded SGA and Murray straight up, I think the Nuggets got significantly better and the Thunder are not nearly is good would you guys disagree mm-hmm. with that probably really <laughs> i think i think uh think this thunder team is better with jamal murray instead of shea i mean have we seen jamal murray as like the lead dog like, right i mean can you imagine shea next to Jokic? if they both retired That's today exactly if they both retired today jamal murray is miles ahead of shea in terms of resume what he's done big picture. shea's had one good season like let's let's remember that an all star game it doesn't matter championship with Jamal Jokic, Murray has been the, the reason the, the Nuggets have had a lot of playoff success and that's really disagree. all that matters. Jokic. Oh, oh I go, disagree. Pull the stats. I, I might Murray's highs have been Pulls. very high. Like, I think Murray and Jamal are on the yeah. same level. 
Whoa. Whoa. You are a Murray hater. Okay, that's where we're at. I'm a Brunson lover, but yes. I I agree with you there, Taylor. (laughs) Jamal Murray's highs have been very high. He just hasn't, and probably because he plays next to Jokic, reached those highs consistently. That's why he, I mean, what his career averages and points are probably 20, around 20 ish. I could look really quick, but that's probably why he he plays next to Jokic. We get it. Um, But, but, yeah, I would be so sad if if we swapped SGA and, and Murray ultimately. I would too. I, that I don't think Murray's really really good. Yeah, I, I think SGA is a super fun player. I think Murray's really good. Damn, good. I think they're both good. I think they're both good. I think the, Nick's point on like we haven't seen Murray run his own team. No, it might not work. Right, the flip yeah. side of that coin yeah. is also like a possibility. We haven't seen Shea carry teams to the play. Like, Jamal Murray didn't carry the Nuggets to the playoffs. We haven't seen Shea have success in the yeah. playoffs either. What so, if three years from now we're saying, damn, Shea just can't do it in the playoffs? That's true. Jamal's been insane in the playoffs. Dude, like a 60-burger. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, come on. So my question is, come FIBA tip-off, is Shea like the clear alpha dog on that team? Or is it Jamal? I said on Wednesday's show... If they're in a game against different. France and it's a four-point game with two minutes to go, yeah, who's got the, the balls ball? in Shea's hands for Team Canada? Yeah. It's it's give the I ball to Shea and let so him do his too. thing. I thought Nick came in really hot with the Murray question, but now I'm like, I don't know for sure if it's if it's a crunch time scenario yeah. like that. That's kind of Jamal's thing. I think, I think the Jamal's big the big difference for me right? is yeah. Jamal's outside shot. Yeah. yeah, like that's the that's the massive separator for me. It reminds and me a little bit of Shay's got the size, Shay's got the creativity. But he's uh, also I think Shay's a better defender. Too. Like we could see Shay with the ball in his hands make the right play and give it to Jamal. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know, that's a, a cheat answer. You know but, what? We're all wrong. Closing minutes, it's RJ Barrett, baby. It's RJ Barrett. Oh my time. god. <laughs> well, if it's a if it's, a, is a, if it's an elimination game, it's Lou Dort. Lou Dort. Oh Iso. god. <laughs> um what this reminds me of a little bit, what will be interesting to see is like, I distinctly remember, I think it was the 2010 FIBA World Cup where it felt like Kevin Durant ascended to another plane, right? Like he'd, he'd been good. He'd been, you know, invited to Team USA. Like he'd been around, but that that FIBA World Cup is like, whoa. Mm-hmm, he he mm-hmm. went to a different, a different place. I feel like the opportunity is there for SGA to do something similar. You're, you're starting it hot with this quote, but like if he delivers on an international scale with Jamal Murray on his team against a weak USA squad against Luca, like whoever else you want to put out there, like he's going to have some stoop superstar opportunities. Can he turn those into moments where, where he looks like, okay, like Shay's here. He's for real. Like he's not going anywhere. He deserves to be in that conversation. The narratives coming out of FIBA, like into the regular season, um, be a little obnoxious. Yes. <laughs> I think as Thunder fans, <laughs> as much as we would love yeah. it, like uh, maybe a little uh, unrealistic. It's probably a better term there rather than obnoxious. But I've been thinking about that as well, Justin. Yeah. So and I know Silva was like eleven whenever that happened. That Justin's talking about. <laughs> I Shut love. up, Nick. <laughs> I've got some uh, hard hitting questions that I need to ask you guys. Oh God. If. Okay championship game comes around and it's usa canada who are you cheering for no oh, canada it's not close <laughs> shay lou free healthcare. like oh my god 
I thought you were about to start singing the uh, Canadian. What about the rest of you? Game. Oh, Canada. <laughs> I'm going to root for Shea to drop 50 and USA to win by one. I think I like that. I don't know. That's no. America. Now, nope. Since Jacob's the, the heavy. I don't think we'll have this problem, to be clear. I don't think USA yeah. is sniffing the championship game, but. They're not great. Uh, what if one of Dub or Chet gets called up due to injury? Oh, Jacob. then. Oh, yeah. It changes everything. Changes everything for me, personally. Still two Thunder players to one. Oh, my what if God. They both get called, what if they both get called up? It's Dort and Shea versus then Dub if, and Shea. If that happens, you guys will appreciate this, especially Taylor and Nick. Um, is it the the Kelsey brothers? Yeah. That their mom, they both the played in the Super Bowl, and their mom had like the split, split jersey. jersey. That's <laughs> this guy Jacob. during yeah. the championship game. Unbelievable. I love it. I love it. Just want everyone to have fun. Um, <laughs> on this topic, <laughs> thinking of the FIBA field, which – it sounds like most everyone on here says Luca is probably the best guy in the field, but Shea is right there, maybe number two. Where's Josh? Is he top 10? When you think of all the USA yeah, team guys, when you think of all the Team Canada guys. Yeah. I mean, when you USA, think of the French guys. As good as, as, as good as, because I don't want to discount them because in their roles in the NBA, they're really good, but like Josh Hart, come on, man. Yeah, I know. Like there's, the there's, there's multiple lineup. guys like that on it's Team It's basically Ukraine. just that old Villanova team is what Team USA is this year. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who's starting? It's Brunson, Ingram, Brunson, Ant. Ingram, Paulo, Ant. Uh, that was a big God. one. He yeah. threw Ant, uh, he being uh, Steve Kerr, threw Ant in their day two. And uh, imagine that. They were way better. Uh, and then who was that last one? I think it's oh, Triple J. Mikhail. Or was it Mikhail? I think mm. it was Triple J instead of Paulo then, Taylor. Oh, gotcha. Good point. That is Triple an interesting J. roster. Hey, I'm glad he's I'm healthy. also going to say it. I watched all of like those 15-minute videos. Austin Reeves got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not look like he should be out there. Like They should have <laughs> taken Dub over Austin. Is that hot? Yeah. No. No. Okay. He has the they Lakers. Want, they want viewers. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. probably part of it. The Lakers propaganda machine continues on, folks. <laughs> but is Josh top five, top ten, top seven? I think Team Australia like has a squad. Yeah, very much so. Nine NBA guys, including yeah. Jack. Really? Yeah, that's right. Jack White, mm-hmm. Thunder player. They got Matisse out there. They've got um, uh, who's the kid from Dallas? Josh Green. Yep. Is that Josh right? Australia. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They've got uh, they've got a team. They've got. I jotted down that they could have had Ben Simmons, but they have Giddy, Patty Mills, Matisse, Joe Ingles, Jock Landale, Josh Green, Deli, Xavier Cooks, Jack White, Dyson Daniels. Oh, I forgot about Dyson. Yeah, Dyson. they got yeah. a squad. Solid They're going to be good. They're going to be really good. Hey, the next uh, World Cup, not World Cup, I'm sorry, uh, Olympics, two years away after Dyson and Josh and Josh Green and all those other guys like get a little bit older. That's a really good team. Very I mean, much I, so. I, yeah. Maybe maybe this is a hot take. I think Josh is the best player on the Australian team, even though there's nine or ten NBA guys. No, I Not I don't great. think it's close. You're right. I mean, who's number two? Patty Mills. If we're looking at like, like right I mean, now, Patty is, Patty is international Patty? plays bonkers. Yeah, like he's he's yeah. legit. <laughs> yeah, but he's just so old now. I don't care. 
We'll see. Jock Landell, uh, Houston. But I think Josh is the, be- the best team on best player on Team Australia. FIBA Patty Mills is like a bubble Jamal Murray. Yep. It's like Olympic Mellow. My Olympic to my Mellow. earlier point. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's take our first break of the night, guys. On the other side, um, well, here's find out what we're talking about whenever we get there. We'll be back. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. Guys, I had an idea for an exercise we could do tonight. Um, we're going to split it up into two parts. So the first part is, I want us to act as if we have the ability to go back in time 12 months to early August of 2022, and we drop in on a Sunday night pod and talk to ourselves, and we say, hey, you're not going to believe this, but this is what's going to happen this season. And we're going to tell ourselves, we kind of we kind of revisited how we felt about going into last season whenever we reviewed the, the headlines with Nick and Justin and I. Uh, was that last week, I think? Two weeks ago, whenever yeah. it was. We weren't very high going into the season. And now it's kind of like, it kind of blew our minds. What I, I think in the moment, like living through it, it was like, okay, they're still growing. They're getting better. Yeah. But when you take a step back and you look at that season, like it blew our expectations out of the water. So first half of our activity tonight is if we could go back 12 months, drop in on a podcast with ourselves and tell ourselves, hey, this is the crazy stuff that happened this season. You won't believe it. It's going to shock you. And then we told ourselves, what would some of those things be? What would some of the things that you would tell yourself 12 months ago that you would not believe about this NBA season? Um, I would, to myself, I would say, hey, asshole, get ready to not watch Chet play basketball for a year. That's a big one. (laughs) But 
get ready to not see Chet on the floor and the Thunder will make the play in. Right. Like, yes. I think like and they'll have the runner up to rookie of the year. Like the yeah. Chet injury, obviously huge news, but I, there's no way that you get that news and followed up with they're going to make the play in and that like would be anywhere where our heads were at a year ago. I expected the worst, honestly, yeah. after that. I mean, at this point last year, we didn't know about the Chet injury, so that would obviously mm-hmm. be yeah. very shocking. But even with the Chet injury, I think play in was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like if Chet can come in and like they can really kind of, you know, take a little bit of a jump and like make the play in like that's huge to do that without Chet. I mean, honestly, like taking a, a fresh look at it backwards, massive. It's massive. And even I, with like, I think about, sorry, Jacob, I, I think about when we uh, were kind of going through this process last year, and we're talking about this team, even with Chet, we weren't expecting him to win a lot of games. I think we thought the West was going to be much more as strong than it ended up being. And so I had a very similar, I, mean, I think you guys mentioned two of my, my uh my prediction or not predictions uh shocking items <laughs> items that would shock me uh it, i guess a month from now or 12 i'm sorry items that would shock me the <laughs> the plug-in a down power am, line uh, taylor learns how to speak in 2023 I am, uh, yes exactly <laughs> uh I had that dub with pretty unanimously <laughs> be considered the second best rookie in his class by the end of the season, as well as the Thunder would win 40 games, uh, especially without Chet, like you mentioned, Justin. And then the other one I had was SGA would make first team all NBA. Like it's not yeah. a surprise to me that he would make in an all NBA team, but like pretty easily. Oh, no, it's Taylor, a bunch, it would it's be a, a surprise, surprise to you. That's a surprise. Yeah. You, on the, I listened back to the headlines episode from last year and yeah. you said, yeah, he makes an All NBA team because he got traded away from the Thunder and got on a championship <laughs> contending team. And even if that Perfect. happened, at best, it would be third team All NBA. That's a Taylor quote. Oof. That's receipts right there. Yeah. Oof. And then Nick said that 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 headline came from Ballsack Sports. So, <laughs> I mean, that, really, that's we, the big we one for haters. me. That was like the SGA. Like, if yeah. I could go back twelve months from now, I was the one that made the the Shea All Star bet. And like some people, Nick was yeah. the one that ended up taking it. But some of you guys were like, I don't know about that one. It doesn't make us haters either. It just No, it's just this time last year, we were still having the conversation of, is Shea going to end up being like a, a 1B? Yeah, is he the alpha? Is he number two to Chet? How many games? Th- th- those questions out? are yeah. answered. If I could go back 12 months, I would say, you want to be shocked? <laughs> Shea is like that hands down first team all NBA. Like it's yeah. he he's got a pretty sizable gap on second team all NBA. Like he was, it was that season for him. Like that would shock yep. me. Yep. Even like I was really high going into last season on him personally. That one blows me away. I've got one that's like not near as exciting as those. But um, when I when I think about this exercise, it's like the Thunder fans that come out of the woodworks when they start getting good. They're texting you questions, and it's like, wow, you haven't watched this team in years. Um, <laughs> Why has Percy got so many draft picks? Um, I would have been shocked if you told me Isaiah Joe and Trey Young will play the same number of games, and Isaiah Joe will make more three-pointers while being 7% better from beyond the arc. 
Isaiah Joe was a big one for me too. Nick. I'm going to yeah, be honest, Nick. That nuts. shocks me right now. You don't even need to <laughs> that go was back a hell in time of a stat, here. Nick. My, oh my, my other question would be, who's Isaiah Here. Joe? <laughs> Good point, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I think he, he wasn't on the team until like October, Great right? Point. We watched Great him play point. in Summer League, just firing away, yeah. just taking a ton of shots. <laughs> yeah, hey, he Isaiah Joe's going to be well. your sixth man. He's going to do yeah. some shit down in Dallas you didn't think was he's, humanly yeah. possible. He's going to waltz in <laughs> to the American Airlines Center and yeah. light it on fire. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, he, he he's a huge storyline. I would yeah. say, like, along with, we've touched on Chet, we've touched on J-Dub, but, like, the other two draft picks, J-Will and Oos, like, a year from now, you're going to be looking at both of them as, like, legitimate dudes on this roster, like, rotation guys. I don't know that I would have believed you a year ago. That that it appears, again, right now, very early, one year in, not a lot of sample size, but, like, it appears OKC might have hit on all four of those prospects at least as of now, that that would be pretty shocking to me because I think that Jay Will at the time was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he takes a lot of charges. He's fun. He seems like a cool guy. He's got the same name as the other Jalen Williams. Like, that's kind of all you'd have to, to say about it. And Oos, it was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I legit, I have no idea. Like, it's I didn't a want Oos at all. Another project, to be honest. And it's still, it's still probably yeah. a gamble, but, like, mm-hmm. it feels like there's some stuff there that, it, it's interesting to to think about how we felt about those four guys a year ago compared to, I think, how they're viewed yeah, now. Agreed. See, and I, I think that one's up there. I, I know I mentioned it earlier, but uh, uh, in my word vomit and distractions and dogs <laughs> in the background, babies crying and uh, <laughs> about babies. Uh, you got multiple babies now? Babies. Baby. I hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep you posted. Oh, <laughs> Mari, this is the Mari show now. That's right. Taylor, you are not the father. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a show. Uh, I actually, I think that show was discontinued, by the way. Um, unfortunately. Pour one out for Mori Povich. That's or canceled. Right. right. But Dub. <laughs> Him being Maury's, third, Maury's this- canceled. Jerry Springer's dead. This is why the world's going downhill, man. <laughs> And here we are in the off season of the NBA. The I love Judge Judy. Yeah, that's right. Judge yeah, Judy. she's still going strong. Like that's your girl, Silva. Jeez. Judge Judy wink. and Doris Burke. Did yeah, you just Doris wink? Burke. That I was the one. No, my contacts been messed up all day. But, <laughs> oh! it, worked but it worked out. And also, contacts I dressed up as Judge Judy up. for Halloween last year. <laughs> oh, I forgot about oh my that. God. Hey, speaking yeah. of dressing up as people, Silva, when are we getting the the Poku draft photo? Yes, the That's people want to know. You got to pay of, that off soon. I do. I forgot about that. I'll get some people together and I'll I'll, I'll get that scheduled. Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm still disappointed. I can't Justin wait to tweet the side by side of that. So, <laughs> so good. I got one for you guys. We've kind of touched on dub. Yes. But to go back 12 months from now and say, "Hey, as the Thunder are making their playoff push to get into the postseason." After the All-Star break, J-Dub is going to average 19, five and a half uh, rebounds, four and a half assists on 55, 43, 88 splits. Are you the second best player on the team? Again, yeah, that's absurd. you can argue I mean, it, but... Nuts. What? And the second nuts. best. 
yeah. before I completely derail this, uh, the fact that I just continue to be surprised. Like, it's he's pretty easily the second best rookie in his class, given that Chet obviously didn't play. Not necessarily close here. We got some some fan ones coming in the chat here. This one, J-Dub breaks his face, Zeus breaks his hand, SGA gets COVID, Chet doesn't play a game, and the season was awesome. That's a good point. Max. Yeah, that's a good summary. I've I got forget about uh, J-Dub. Break- Who broke his face? Was it Jaden McDaniels? I forget. It was like was I think it game it was, one, wasn't it? It was game one yeah, in game Minnesota. One. I don't yeah. remember who did it, though. Yeah, I think it wasn't Jaden, was it? I think it was Jaden McDaniels, which okay. makes him breaking his hand at the end of the year. It's just- pretty poetic. Poetic. It's karma it at its finest. One, one, bitch. This one might be cheating a few <laughs> months. I think this is probably more of like a, if you heard this in October of last year, it'd be shocking. Maybe not August. Um, if you told me, told me in October last year that in 12 months, Trey Mann's exit interview was him saying he had a down season and that he might not be part of the future of this team, I would have been pretty dang surprised given all the yeah. hype and like, He's grown. He's stronger. Everybody's saying he's the standout in camp, and then yep. that. Yeah, we were all super high on Trey Man heading into last season. Very. We had some takes on the bets pod last year with Trey. He was a popular bet six man. <laughs> yeah, call me our bet that he would average like twelve, three and three, or maybe even less than twelve. And I was like, oh, easy, no problem. Yeah. Didn't yeah. happen. Did not happen. Did not happen. I think that goes to show, like, that's what's so hard, right? It, a lot can change in a season, especially when these guys are young. Like I like I said earlier, like, it feels like OKC hit on all four of those guys. That can change very dramatically by this time next year. We could be saying OKC hit on two of those guys, maybe one of those guys. Like, who knows? Who knows? Let's, let's use this as a lesson. When cuts happen on this roster and everyone's up in arms, like... You had to cut five guys and you chose this guy as one of them? It's always a bigger picture than you think it is. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's a, that's not a that's not in the <laughs> me alluding to Trey Mann being cut. That's more of just like when somebody you like on the roster gets cut. Yeah. And somebody you don't like stays, things change quickly. Yeah. Totally. I don't know if this counts either, but if you told me 12 months ago that Mitchich would be on the Thunder. I'd be pretty. I would have told you to shut. I would have. I would have like kicked him off the stream yard. Yeah. I would have closed out the stream if you brought up Mitchich twelve months ago. Jacob had that banned from the podcast for a minute. He's over. Yeah. You weren't allowed to talk about him. No, Band word. He's here, baby. Um, He's here. Yeah. I'm He's here with a shoulder injury. What, what are we going to be? Yeah. What are we going to be saying about him in twelve months? He sure does fit in good in Denver. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I can't believe um, he's six man of the year. I wish Kaysen got more minutes. When is he going to get rid of the braces? <laughs> uh, this is good. It's the Mitchich thing is such a wild card, man. Like not to get us in a rabbit hole here, but it's such a wild card. Totally. Like he's got the experience by far, right? He offensively is really good. The defensive side is a question. We know Dagnall likes to play guys that he can trust defensively, which feels like Case and Wallace. Now, it's not saying you have to play one instead of the other, but it's it's just an interesting little back and forth there with the guy with experience versus 
the dude that was born with the dog in him. <laughs> you know? I have a feeling that Mitch is going to play a lot early. Like I think I think when you sign that contract, there's a lot of conversation about role and totally. I, I think no, I'm sure. He, he, he's going to have to like produce to keep it, but I'd be shocked if opening night he's not playing a pretty dang decent role. I, I almost feel like Nick, and if you think I'm way off base, please tell me. But it almost feels like Mitchich comes in and has to kind of like lose his spot yeah. because of his experience where Kaysen yeah. has to come in and yeah. earn a spot. 100%. That's, yep. that's exactly how it is. Yeah. You mean it's not going to be like Gabriel Deck? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I think. Pissed of, off all of Argentina, Justin. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Poku? I, should we touch on Poku? Is he, he shocking? He played real man. I always go back. I don't know if you guys remember this. Maybe I'm just a degenerate who like remembers all of these games. Yes. The game in Cleveland. There's only one game in Cleveland last year. 148 point game, right? Was that last year? Look at Justin. They said it was like a scoring record for a regulation game. Really? I think yeah. that was the Knicks game. Was it not? Let's see. Who oh, I think the, it was Knicks last year. Who's the degenerate? Uh, <laughs> was has not been a Cavs game. game that scored 140 two years ago, 2017 18 with Mello. All right, and I, I remember that nothing. game. I was I like, they turned the corner. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Here you go. I got the stats for you from that game. Uh, that was 110 102, uh, a Cleveland Cavaliers win. But down the stretch, Alexei Pokashevsky played 34 minutes, six of 14 from the four, three of three from three. 16 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks. Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping. That was see. that was the one for me where it was just like, holy, Philly. like he's yeah. put it together. Yeah. Philly. He was awesome. They had him yeah. guarding either Jared Allen or Evan Mobley like the entire game, and he was freaking awesome at it. That was the one for me. So I'd be a little shocked, Justin, to, to I mean, if you I hear that stat line. Yeah. Especially to do it against like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. I wonder like, if. Right. I wonder if. Another news: Darius Beasley played 26 minutes that game. Jeez. No wonder they lost. I wonder if 12 <laughs> months younger Jacob would have said, "Yeah, Moses Brown put up those numbers. It's just empty stats." Or if he actually would have like <laughs> thought something of it. He was all aboard the the pokey train. <laughs> would you have said, "Yeah, that'll come in in uh you know mid March when the Thunder are tanking and Poku's playing yeah. forty eight minutes yeah. a night?" Or it's probably something over. like that. I've yeah. always been a Poku believer, and I was never uh, a Moses believer. <laughs> Moses Brown, <laughs> Brown, Brown. Um, interpret that as you will. <laughs> uh, another one I was thinking of that on on a similar note. Uh, I guess we could say that. JRE might not be the next uh, Nick Collison S figure in Oklahoma City. It's <laughs> a good point. We would like yeah. kind of prefer. I, I believed it too. I, bu- yeah. I believed you. I believed it to a, to an extent, of course. But he was like he was like awesome as a rookie. That like, rookie oh, year guy, was awesome, man. He was like, oh, this guy's clearly going to be. He's just, Another he's great shots. case study of yes. how much can change in a year. Yeah, yep. it's like oh, his shots going to get better. Yeah, I saw him in summer league, and I was like, this guy's moving on defense like crazy. He's in great shape, and then. That's all I keep thinking about. Honestly, yeah. every time I start to get too excited about Jay Will, that's where my head goes. It's like me too. I've been down this rabbit hole before. 
Like it, it can happen so fast. Like, yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're very different players. And there's other reasons why I think Jerry doesn't have what J will has, but like it can change that fast. It can go from like, man, J will is awesome. He's such a great fit. He's going to play no matter what. But like, oh, better learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> Let me draw down that timestamp really quick. <laughs> Any other and ones that you would go back sounder. and and tell yourself from last year? Um, I would say the teams that didn't make the play-in, like the Mavericks specifically, come to mind. Just like yeah. this is a this is probably a a me personal. 12 months ago fantasy uh someone saying the thunder are going to make the playoffs or the play-in but the mavs are not they'd be like ha good one yeah good one (laughs) yeah i agree i had a bet i don't think it got used on our preseason bet pod but luca was like my mvp candidate like Mm. i luca and dallas i thought he was the favorite yeah i think he was and then they traded for Kyrie instead Mm. not that Kyrie's to blame for their season last season, mm. but still, he can play. He be played uh, for this season though. This is well, true. If you're desperate enough to go make the move for Kyrie, I can't exactly. think it kind of tells the story. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, I got a Kyrie levitating over the Brooklyn Bridge comment from Silva. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> Let's hit our second break of the night. On the other side, we'll continue this activity, but. With a twist. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back. So we just did, if we could go back 12 months in time, what would we tell ourselves before the season started? That would shock us. Let's do the same activity, but let's act as if on this podcast right now, five more people popped up on the stream yard and it's us from 12 months from now at the end of this coming season. What do they come back and tell us that's shocking about this upcoming season? Taylor, how did you have two babies in 12 months? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I think um, I got to go back to Mitchich. We talked about him a little bit before, but like he's such an enigma right now. And like, I don't know what to make of him on this roster that if I, if future me popped up and was like, guess what? Mitchich won rookie of the year or six man of the year or made all rookie team or any of those things. I, I would feel pretty shocked right now just because I, I don't know. I don't know where, where to put this. Um, I, I don't know how to feel about him that him being this kind of like big success, I think would feel shocking. The way Jake, Jacob, the way you phrase that, like when you intro this segment, um, isn't necessarily how I jotted out some of these answers. Like, I, I don't think that these are um, some things that us twelve months from now would be coming into this podcast and saying. Taylor misunderstood the assignment. Yeah, right. But but I would be shocked 
<laughs> if any of these uh, <laughs> 12 months from now, present day, I'd be shocked. And I think one of the ones that stands out to me, I think about the West. We've talked about how stacked it is. It seems very competitive. Um, I was even surprised last season when the Thunder made the plan to kind of go back to the previous segment. So if, if me from 12 months from now were to come on this podcast and say that the Thunder got home court advantage in the playoffs, AKA they finished top four in the West, I'd be shocked. That'd be a big one, dude. Yep. It'd be a massive But like, jump. how realistic is that? It, it is that. I mean, I'm not going to say it's like an impossibility. You look at some of the over, over under numbers for games next season and the Thunder at like ninth or 10th, but there's like four or five other teams that are only a game up it's on height. Right. Tight. If it's as, as compressed as it was last year, the difference between play in and home court could be a game or two. Yeah. Right. Like it wasn't much at all last year. Yep. And you know, yep. think about some of these teams like the Lakers or, I mean, gosh, however you want to throw out there, if they have injury trouble or whatever it may be. I mean, yep. If the Thunder are gelling and everything's going right, I, mean, I, I think this is one that could be kind of like the JW one that we talked a lot about here in the previous segment. That's um, fair. Again, I will still be shocked, <laughs> but uh, I, I think that's a good comparison. I think mine, I don't know. There's a few ways I could go with this. I'll go with the theme we've kind of had running for the past few weeks is if I popped back up on this podcast and I was like, Hey, it's you from 12 months in the future. You guys should probably talk about the thunder having two all-stars cause it's going to happen. Like that one, even though I think there are like all-star caliber players on this team that can get there in their career. If you told me that's happening next year, my assumption is it's Josh, maybe Dub, Ooh, but my assumption would be Josh. Um, and that, I mean, kind of changes everything. If Josh is an all-star level player at 21, next to Chet, next to Dub, next to Shea, like, I, I mean, I, it's not pushing this thing forward faster than it needs to because... Like they're just the front office. It's is still do what organic, they want to do. right? That's but what, it's but yeah. it's like holy shit! Like th- they've got the train up and running, and yep. it's like zooming down the tracks. Like we're we're barreling in the right direction. It took. Uh, I don't have the exact number off the top of my head, but like thinking back to Thunder 1.0, it took Russ like five years, four or five, I think, before he made an All Star team. I want to say. It was like 2012, um, maybe 13. But regardless, like that's a good, I think, again, reference point, right? You had KD. Everybody knew he was an all-star. Like he he ascended to that plane early. It took Russ a while. Um, I don't think we always remember that like early part of his journey. So for anyone on this team to make it that soon would be incredibly impressive. Mine would be trade deadline related. Um, everyone talks about the consolidation trade. I don't think it's that one, but I think there's a consolidation trade. Thinking like expiring salary, like if Oladipo is around, um, second round picks, and a Trey man, a Poku, like somebody that's in need of a contract that you know Presti is extracting value before it's too late. I think that kind of deal happens at the deadline 
and it's for a player that actually moves the needle in the playoffs. I don't know if that means they won a series, but like maybe they push a team to seven as like a six, seven seed. Um, but I could 100% see like a legitimate trade happening at the deadline. So I guess if I can legitimately see it happening, it wouldn't surprise me if I said it in 12 months. But that's, <laughs> I see that's what you're my, s- my saying, though. So uh, th- that kind of ties into one of mine that I have here. And I mean, I, I guess I'll go ahead and include uh, the draft and say even 12 months from now, this would still surprise me. Like, don't uh, to Nick's point, it would not be surprising to see a consolidation trade. But to see a consolidation trade that consists of multiple firsts, plus a player, and, and again, I'm just using this player as an example, but a player of the caliber of Lou Dort, uh, 12 months from now, if I were on this podcast and I was telling Nick and I, hey, Lou Dort and, I don't know, Usman Jang and you know, multiple firsts were traded for a win-now player that's really going to move, to, uh, move the needle for the Thunder, I'd be very surprised and pretty shocked. So that was one that I had. That made. one would shock me. I would be less shocked if we future us from 12 months ago came on this podcast and said, you guys should probably be talking about the number two pick in the draft again. (laughs) And it's because the thunder did the consolidation trade to move up. Yeah. Like this perceived like weaker draft at the top thunder, identify their guy and they push their chips in the middle to go get that guy. Like that wouldn't surprise me as much as making a win now, like player type of move. Agreed. Hey, Sylvia, Ron Harper in OKC. That'd be fun. Yeah, you did it again. It's Ron Holland. Oh, Holly, I did. Oh, crap, Ron Harper bulls every pod, every single pod. Ron Harper. If they draft him, we're buying. We're buying Taylor a Ron Harper jersey. Yes, I have two. I have one that's. That's I have one that's nuts, and one that's like, you know, kind of. Kind of I have a hard game. time not just doing bizarre things for this. Yeah. Question. My first one that's more tame is I would be shocked if Trey Mann averaged more minutes than Isaiah Joe, Mitchich, and I don't know if I want to throw Kaysen in. I'm gonna throw Kaysen in to make it. That would be I'd, I'd be, be like, shocked. what happened? I'd yeah. be shocked if Trey Mann got more minutes than those guys, I think. Which kind of says how I feel about his future with, with this Thunder team, I think. If that happened, would that be because Trey Mann was playing so well or because the other three were just very underwhelming? I think it'd be, uh, it would be Trey Mann playing very well, but it would be like a guy, to me, a guy like Isaiah Joe, just his shot falling off. Like it, it, it did late in the season. It did. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, yeah, I could, I could see that happening. So if that's the tame one, what's the hot one? Oh, SGA <laughs> finishes higher than Jason Tatum in MVP voting. Jesus. So he's winning it? I like it. No, I don't think Tatum's gonna like number three though. Yeah, Tatum five, SGA four. Five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. I like that one. What if there? What if it was we come back to this podcast twelve months from now and mm. say, "Well, the Thunder had three guys who averaged twenty. My God, I mean, they weren't that far off. Uh, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> You're walking man. that back. I was uh, that's a that's a lot. I, to average. It is a lot because now Chet's here and he's gonna. You know, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's how many lot. times that, has that even happened? That's what I want to know. Not a lot. <laughs> I don't even know how to look that stat up. <laughs> By the way, Tatum's winning MVP crazy. next year, so if Shea's ahead of him. That hey, my hot take. I don't know if he's ever gonna win an MVP. You're a hater. Ooh. Just like Taylor hates Jamal Murray. You hate <laughs> not a hater. 
I'm not a hater. I actually have Luca as my uh, MVP favorite. Uh, tying this back to the again commentary from earlier in the podcast, but so, those are uh, those are takes we will save for our upcoming uh, preseason bets podcast. Here's okay. one. Alexei Pokushevsky becomes Bleacher Report's favorite player as he leads the Los Angeles Lakers towards home court advantage in the playoffs. <laughs> that feels AI generated. <laughs> That is insane. This is where my this question sends me down some rabbit holes. Well, so that brain. gets you close to I I love our listeners, but Matt, for this one, you can go to hell. <laughs> he said, "Future Jacob comes back to tell everyone how much he loves Rudy Gobert after he's traded to the Thunder for Poku." Oh man, uh, that's my that's my hell. Very Kurtz now sound drop. As much as I love Rudy Gobert, such a good sound drop. Yeah. Hey, I mean. Rudy Gobert and I both feel the same way about hitting three pointers. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a quote. That man was. Uh, what a quote. Was a little a out of pocket on that one. A little bit. <laughs> Any others, guys? 12, 12 months from now. Oops. The ones that we're saying, Sorry. wow, this one, this one shocked us. I did have one more. I'm curious if you guys think this is shocking or kind of where it, it actually lands on the, the shock factor scale. Uh, but if 12 months from now, kind of similar to shock how we talked factor about scale. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we got to expand on that. that. Yeah. Tell me, how, is that yeah, a one what, to 10 or one to five? Yeah. Well, well, no, it, it's no, not numbers. It's like now we have on a car battery scale, and the jumper the cables connected so like, to your nipples versus like, like static one, electricity. Yeah. yeah. If we're talking one, we're talking like that. The Thunder won the championship. If we're talking. No, 10, we're talking about actual like, electricity, Taylor. Jesus. What? <laughs> that's a- you can't even see my hand in the in the frame. That's how far it went over Taylor's head. <laughs> the oh, one is like the blanket shocks you a little bit. Yeah. Mm. And the ten is the terrorists have your nipples connected to the car battery, and they're shocking you to get information. <laughs> I was trying. So to where does this one fall? The NBA. Uh, oh, I, yeah, that, that's my question for you guys. I'm, I'm going to have you all answer it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to answer my own question, Dude, Jacob. Derailed Taylor. I'm Chet, ready. Okay. Chet versus Wimby. Kind of similar to Dub. Like, again, 12 months or, yeah, 12 months ago, if we were talking about Dub as the second best player in his rookie class, I'd be pretty surprised. If 12 months from now, we're considering Chet to be like quite a ways above, uh, Wimby and he's won rookie of the year. Where would that fall on the the shack the, the shock factor scale? The shack factor? <laughs> the shack factor. <laughs> I would say you said quite a ways above Wimby and won rookie of the year. Yeah. Holy cow. What would be what would be more shocking? Chet being above Wemby and winning rookie of the year, like and I could say significantly, but like by a decent margin, or Chet not making an all rookie team. The probably, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it's probably the same because I think for either to happen, an injury happens. If Chet is far and away, Wimby got hurt. If Chet's not on one, Chet got hurt. What if they're both healthy? Which one's more likely? Which one's less likely? It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Chet being leaps and bounds above Wemby Sounds and winning rookie of the year and it not being close on the shock factor value. Um, that's like <laughs> using the toaster as a bath bomb. <laughs> oh my God. It's like the time I tried to change a smoke detector. 
and uh, didn't realize it was hardwired into the house <laughs> and went to unconnect the wire and went up up on a ladder, mind you, and went like, like I felt it like in my, in my liver. That's a sounder. 56, 46, JD, get it down. Full of sounders tonight. Um, yeah, that's up there. I'm shocked. Uh, set an off-season pod. <laughs> Incredible. That's wild. <laughs> Wild, that one. That one would be. Uh, that'd be insane. Yeah. Silva actually did get the timestamp too. We're golden. I felt like I had another one, but it's gone now. It's gone. You lost it. Yeah. Too much talk of electricity. Yeah. And yeah. And Shaq what, what it, we, We've talked about a lot of positive ones. Are there any, are there any shocking yeah. negative ones? Yeah. Nick would it shock you, or how much would it shock you, if 12 months from now we're saying, I can't wait to see Kaysen actually play for the Thunder this year and not with the blue, like he did most of last season? Like Usman Jang 2.0. That would shock me quite a bit. For where yeah. he was drafted, and I think the... 10 versus 11? There were unique circumstances with Us, I feel like. It wasn't like... If the Thunder didn't draft J Dub and they didn't have that like trading tomfoolery that happened <laughs> and they just <laughs> they just drafted Oost straight up at eleven or ten or whatever it was. Um <laughs> I can't handle the comments. The comments. <laughs> I would feel differently about Oost than than I do now. Like I don't view him as that pick, if that makes sense. Like I view J Dub as that pick because like Presty all but said as much. Like we drafted J Dub with our own pick to make sure we still got him if the trade fell through. Yep. I feel like Oos was the the stretch in that scenario. So, I feel like Kaysen is the J Dub. Like he's he was the guy that they wanted to go make sure they got their hands on. And I I would be very surprised if he if he ended up like Oos. Oddly specific question: Does Kaysen play? Over or under five times the amount of NBA games as G League games. I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, um, we have to get that uh, this five point. times. <laughs> it's very specific. So if he plays five G League oh, G League games, he'd have to play twenty five. Yep. If yeah, he plays ten G League games, he'd have to play fifty. Give <clears throat> me the over. Yeah, I think I take the over too. So you think like. That means the max number of games he could play in the G League is a handful. 15? <laughs> yeah. Right? A handful? What do you mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Speaking of no math, he played exactly. five times more than a handful of games. <laughs> Which means not, not very much G League games. That's my point. Oh, you're Kaysen, such a landman. I'm taking you over there, Austin. Correct. Kaysen seems like not, more uh, ready. Than Oos, uh, than an Oos type. Kaysen so. seems he's, like he's more ready for sure. I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna fire off takes on Kaysen Walls before he's played a single NBA game. Kaysen <laughs> just has the feel of a guy that's like never gonna make an All Star team, but like maybe he's never gonna average like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Matt Someone... Newman in the chat. Shaq Foctor is Fear Factor starring Shaq. 
Uh, um, Casey just seems like a guy that's like never going to average over 20, never going to make an all-star game, but just going to be a solid contributor for his entire career. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of where we're headed with Kaysen. Yeah. Would you be shocked if some months from now you're saying, man, Kaysen's might be an all-star in a couple of years. <laughs> Would that shock yes. me? Like yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Can we not, what? can we not do that? Cause this team might already have like four future all-stars. So can we just <laughs> hey, chill out on the amount of all-stars? Hey, it's not a bad are... thing to have. Half the all-star yeah. roster in five years is going to be Thunder players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what if we came back, like someone hopped on this pod from 12 months in the future and said, Hey, you guys talk a lot about Dub and Shay and Josh and Chet being like the big four, like the the pillars that are going to push this thing forward. You need to add the fifth in there, which is Usman Jang. Like he is undoubtedly one of the pillars of this team moving forward. Or is it Justin Edwards? Is it who? Who? Okay, too early. Never mind. Dang. We'll reconvene in six months. <laughs> Draft, I, draft names I don't know about yet. I think I don't think that would shock me. I really don't. See, I was gonna say like I don't, I don't know if it would it would surprise me, but shock me not necessarily because I knew who you were going to mention before you. Would it shock you? <laughs> it it may shock me. I'm not sure it would shock me. It's um being shocked sounds way worse than getting shocked. It's <laughs> gross. Gross. It's a great point. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, these chats. <laughs> <laughs> off the rails. Uh, I don't know if the comments are off the rails or just Connor is off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Could just be Connor. Was Connor the one that won our uh our flag? flag. Yeah. Yeah. He, Connor got the flag and then just said, Screw it, it. I'm going off the comments section. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Any other negative ones? Like, what if it's the Thunder got the six best odds again. They earned it. It still wouldn't shock me, but still would uh would shock me. Uh, would surprise me. <laughs> uh, one that you all mentioned though, or maybe it was Nick that mentioned like the opposite of, the, of my chat one. Like if Chet, if we're talking twelve months from now, like can he even stay healthy? Or like he did stay healthy and he didn't look great. That one might shock me a little bit at this point. I keep thinking about like I can't get off of Houston in my mind. Like if Houston does anything resembling like proper basketball, I, that would be shocking. Like Houston makes the playoffs, like not even the play in. Like the Houston Rockets make the playoffs next year. I'd be shocked. Didn't didn't uh, Kelly Iko report that if they don't make the playoffs, heads will roll? Yeah, <laughs> start. I've got, I've got a really fun. I better one. get a public beheading in Houston, like French hear- Revolution style. <laughs> I want to hear how much this would shock you and also how you would feel about it. 12 months from now, you read an article or someone comes back in time, whatever this exercise is. (laughs) And it says trade deadline deal for Dylan Brooks pushes thunder beyond first round. Um, We wouldn't have a podcast anymore. (laughs) I would make the uncontested defunct. We have Dylan Brooks at home. Oh, I, I mean, that, incredibly, that's knowing, I say knowing, air quotes, knowing Sam Presti. Like, I, I know would, him. I would be shocked. Like, that would be like 
um, them keeping Myers and Leonard whenever they traded for him because they liked his politics. <laughs> you know, like that level of shocking. <laughs> <laughs> like that one would shock me. Yeah. So What's more worse. shocking? What's more shocking? <laughs> Dylan Brooks to OKC or Myers, Leonard, Leonard and Enos Cantor joining the team? <laughs> Ugh. Um, well, one of them can actually play basketball. Did you just call him Enos? Yeah, that's what. Hey, after all the it, dumb shit that back. guy says, I'm okay if you mispronounce his uh, his name. It's True. Mis- mispronounced on purpose because yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah that's what yeah. I used to call him. An homage to t- our own very. I, I, I wish very I, I wish I could say what I. Never mind. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what would shock you more? I mean. Definitely the second two. The second yeah. two. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. It's not even but, close. Okay. Well you were you were just absolutely flabbergasted about the Devin Brooks thing. So yeah, but again, one of one of them can play basketball. The other two cannot. Yeah. True. Who'd you say cancer and who else? Myers Myers Leonard. Oh God. What a <laughs> troublesome duo. <laughs> yeah, bring on Dylan Brooks and then go trade for Jonathan Isaac and let's just have a party. <laughs> Get a oh don't get a Kyrie while you're at it. While you're yeah. At it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure Kyrie and Myers Leonard have similar philosophies. Head coach oh, yeah. uh, Ryan Walters and well, yeah. Silva, time to play the outro. <laughs> hey, my uh, my normal one from earlier that I forgot for a while. Uh, my this, one. this can bring us back. This can bring us back. Okay, would you be shocked if I say Ludort averages less than ten shots per game? No, Next I would hope that's correct. <laughs> I would be shocked if he did average less than 10 shots per game. You think he's, he's going to get more than 10? Do I think he's going to get more than 10? Or do I think he's going to take more than 10? <laughs> Those are yeah. questions for me. He averages well, 11 and a half for his career. I what think about last gonna, year? It's 12, 13? Uh, 11.8. Oh, it's actually lower. My God, he averaged 14.2 in 21, 22. I think he's getting under 10 shots a game next year. I agree. If you tell me he gets over 10, that kind of shocks me, considering all the mouths they're trying to feed on this team. Yeah. Mouths. <laughs> so I think I think that's a pretty fair right. one. Would it... Sh- I know we're going a little long here. Maybe my last... I don't want to end on a negative one. So I'm going to say one, and then someone else has to get like a real, like, gas me up, positive, like, thunder-colored glasses on. So brainstorm, <laughs> get one. What if... Someone came from 12 months in the future and said, yeah, that Shea season was kind of a, just a flash in the pan. Ooh, would not shock me. Not that he'd be like bad, but if he was back to like a yeah. borderline all-star, I think that's probably, frankly, probably realistic. I agree. Yeah. I, if a headline came out like that, sad. though, I think it'd have to be worse than just... Like he barely missed the All Star game, maybe, but I still would be disappointed. It's a good one. Well, going from first team All NBA to missing the All Star game, I yeah. feel like is a That's pretty fair. big demotion. I don't think it's going to happen. Like I think the the other thing with the All Star game is a lot of it is like narrative driven. Yeah, yep. we see, and we his, see a lot of guys go All NBA and then like not like Trey Young. I mean, I know it's like that's not your model. Yeah, NBA franchise superstar, but like that dude was an All NBA. It's a good comp. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, the, the all-star game is like, once your name is listed with some all-stars, like once you're in the conversation you're in, yep. 
And so I feel like that's a good sign for Shea. But I would, I don't know how shocked I would be. I'd be mildly shocked, but I'd be very disappointed. I mean, that one flash in the pan could be hard to say a year from now, no matter what happens. Flash in the pan could, could mean he went from first team all NBA to like just missed third team, but was an all star. It could also mean like he was horrible, which I think would be incredibly shocking. But if he didn't make all NBA next year, I would not be surprised at all. Maybe it's just Giddy and Chet averaging, like being really good and, you know, taking some of that yeah, away. Yeah, having to spread the wealth out some of that away. Yep. Yeah. All right. Someone finished us off with a good one, with a positive one. Keontae Johnson makes an all rookie team and is converted to a full time contract by the ooh, end of the season. Ooh, I like that. That's that would shock me a bit considering that's the nice. roster situation. Yeah, exactly. If he is like that, that good, that's a big one. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a good story. That'd be a good story. And uh, I do feel like I, you, you asked for some thunder-colored glasses. I think that would probably be it. Or like Poku becoming like a guy, a real, like this guy's not going anywhere. Yeah, Poku sounds like a ridiculously huge multi-year Sign contract. extension. Uh, yeah. I'd be shocked or ridiculously huge, but <laughs> a decent contract wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> This podcast. Someone said this was like someone in the comments said this one is like peak degenerate summertime pod. (laughs) I feel like that's pretty accurate. We've uh, this one's got some quotes for sure. It does. It's almost too many, mostly from you, Jacob. This might just uh, stay on live stream. (laughs) (laughs) I said the uh, the headlines game from last year was Nick's Mona Lisa. Maybe this one's like my sister yes. in the chapel. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Taylor's best pod's going to be whenever he eats that damn rotisserie chicken. Oh, my oh, gosh. I, I do so need to do that. Quit, quit putting it off. Sorry. I know. I know. Can we, no, you know. we, we schedule it next Sunday? Yeah. All right. We can schedule or do we want to save it for like a, a like getting into the preseason? <laughs> I think, I think the dog days of summers and we need some of that. <laughs> we need to. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. You have so to next eat a, Sunday. a whole rotisserie Deal. chicken when it is no less than 105 degrees. <laughs> It's that's also a requirement. Fair. Hey, I told you guys I'm gonna have some buffalo over here, have some barbecue, maybe a little ranch. Man, ranch, saucy boy, spread going. You do not get to use utensils though. Nope. Right. This right. man is gonna be covered in grease and sweat by the end of the podcast. Yeah, don't touch your mic at all. It'll be <laughs> or your baby. Touch anything. <laughs> or your, well, your other baby. Or, yeah, your or other, the other, other baby, baby, which apparently is on the way. Don't make the baby after <laughs> the rotisserie pod. Not going to get any to my dog because you know uh, what happened on Wednesday when he was in the stream. Can we just oh, title that pod the rotisserie pod? <sighs> we should yes. do that. We should do that. And we should come up with like some themes to talk about on the podcast that have to do with rotisseries or chickens. Mm. I mean, it's official now. I am. Um, Next Sunday, we're putting it on the books. Yep. This yep. is yep. happening. Yep. The rotisserie pod. I'm in. Uh, as we start to, to get out of here, if you want to play the outro music, you can, Silva. Um, any other bet payoffs we have coming up soon? We've got Silva and the the Poku picture. We've got Taylor. Taylor's got to eat a burger and a rotisserie chicken. Is there anything else? I got to run a one k in an outfit that you choose. But I oh yeah, I got to choose your outfit. Tamir's got like six food related items that he needs to pay off. Yeah, that yeah. we could wait. Diarrhea. Well, it's not a hundred degrees to put me. And in I have costume. to do uh, something very embarrassing uh, for Tamir uh, when we're in public. 
Yeah. What what game are we doing a preseason game for JD to take the charges? And should we speak with the Thunder before we actually do this? So we no. don't get kicked out. No. Should we get legal representation? Yeah, I would like to be able to go to Thunder Games after yeah. I'm trying to get him. Like, you know the maybe, meme of, of maybe right Gooding Jr. getting like escorted out of the building yes. in the cuffs with a smile. smile. Yes. Silva after taking the charges. <laughs> hey Silva, at least uh, when they build a new arena, maybe they won't uh, have your ban still in oh, effect. Yeah, it doesn't carry over. Yeah, yeah. from building nice. to building. It's be six Amazing. years away. Thank you guys for listening to the Degenerate Pod. <laughs> we appreciate you. Hope you're staying cool wherever you're at because it's been hot as hell out there. We will be back with you Wednesday night. I think Wednesday we're going to do a little bit of a redraft. So make sure you tune in for that one. Next Sunday, the rotisserie pod. It's going to be a blast. Come and watch Taylor eat a whole ass chicken with his bare hands. Uh, It's going to be a fun show. We will be back with you Wednesday. Have a great beginning of your week. We'll talk to you soon. Until then, as always... Thunder up.